everyone. Welcome to the Gibbs Spotlight. My name is Kathleen Danewald and I'm a communications intern at the Gibbs College of Architecture. Today we are speaking with Grace Olalie, an alumna of the Masters of Construction Science program. Grace, who now lives in Atlanta, was recently named Deputy Manager of Risk-Based Estimating for the Mega Mobility Investment Program at the HNTB Corporation, a nationwide inf infrastructure firm. Thank you so much for joining us today, Grace. Um, so to get started, can you share a little bit about your background? What originally attracted you to construction science? <laughs> I um, Thanks for having me, Caitlin. Um, it's Kathleen, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about that. Okay. Um, thanks for having me. Um, what attracted me to construction science? I was at a point in my life where... I, I, I think this is actually a really cool interview um, to do because I was at a point in my life as a woman where I was having to make a decision um, as to how I was going to take care of myself and my son. And I was looking for a higher degree, something that would put me in position to be able to, you know, be able to take care of us. And I have brothers who are in the, you know, project management world. And my brother was like, hey, listen, um, you need to get into project management, look into PMP. And so I was like, okay, let me look into the PMP. PMP, for those who don't know, is the project management professional material. It's a course that you, once you get the credentials, it can boost your salary because you're basically a qualified project management professional at that point. So when you're studying the for the PMP, they actually tell you um, to think of any sort of project because it can apply to any field. It can apply to IT, it can apply to construction, whatever. And so my brothers are in IT, but interestingly enough, I had a very successful short real estate career. And so my project that I began to think of when studying for the PMP was construction. Um, it just came naturally. And what's interesting is as I began to study for the construction project management portion, I was driving down Lindsay mm -hmm. and I saw a huge banner that said, come try our master's in construction management. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like something I should do. So it was the banner, life situations, and everything just kind of aligning that led me to choose construction science as, a, as the next step. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's such an interesting, I've never heard of PMP. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, it's that definitely worth it for it's I mean, I will say, you know, the the longer that I've been working in my environment, um, in the world that I work in, even if you don't get the certification, it's worth knowing mm -hmm. this is how to manage a project efficiently. You can literally take it to well, I'm just going to use this to plan parties yeah. and you'll be like the best party planner there is like seriously. So yeah, it's definitely worth looking into. So you mentioned the banner, but were there any other reasons you chose the OU master's program? Well, I will say uh, he's no longer at OU, Dr. Pernew. He was an associate professor at the time. And when I came in, a little follow-up story to the seeing the banner, I called the university and of course, you know, I was like, well, you know, let me, let me pursue a second bachelor's because it seems like this construction science thing is very specialized. I'm not trying to, you know, go over and above anybody. I just want to, you know, I just want to learn. So I was like, let me get a second master's, excuse me, a second bachelor's. And um, 
David, I cannot remember his last name, is the undergrad liaison. And I went to his office and he was like, wait, hold on. You have a master's degree, a bachelor's degree. You need to go talk to our graduate liaison. It was Dr. Pernu at the time. And I told Dr. Pernu my story and, you know, hey, I'm trying to find out a way to be able to take care of myself and my son. Um, I had a very successful real estate career. I know a little bit about construction. It interests me. I'll never forget. And it's probably one of the most important moments that have ever happened in my life. And I don't even know if he remembers it, but he leaned back, folded his arms across his chest, and he looked at me and he said, Grace, I believe you would be an asset to this industry. And I would want, I would love for you to apply. And I'm like, wait, what? Me? <laughs> like, he doesn't know how much hope he gave me in that moment. And that was enough to say, hey, keep going. So it was definitely a combination of life's events and then having a professor who was in position to receive new students look at me as someone who could be of value to the in industry. So that made OU my choice. That's really awesome. Yeah, everyone, I'm not in the Gibbs College, but everyone I've interacted with there has just been amazing and really encouraging. I like to call it Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that uh, Dean Hans is like uh, Dumbledore to me. <laughs> like, he's just so amazing. Yeah, everyone <laughs> there is just so great. I've taken a lot of courses in the college and just all the professors are just really awesome. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And, and they dress pretty cool too. Like they all got all are, are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So once you were in the program, what was your experience like and how did it help prepare you for your career? Oh, it was hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone says. <laughs> it was definitely survival of the fittest. <laughs> Felt like Hunger Games at times. Legit. <laughs> um, it was definitely, it's construction, you know? it's they, they definitely give you a taste for, you know, what's going to happen in the industry. Not in a, like, oh my gosh, it's terrifying kind of way. But the industry is very traditional. Um, the industry is very, um, I don't want to say this, it's just, this is how it's always been done. Don't come in here with your city slicker new stuff <laughs> and, and try and change. Like it's, there's definitely, uh, systems to be followed. And I think the program really gave me a taste of that and helped me understand that, you know, there's definitely some challenges um, that will come as far as being part of the construction industry. But I will say it really, really whipped me into shape for what it is that I do right now um, in the construction industry. I will shout out Dr. Ghosh at this moment because he played a really big role in, you know, just how I began to become I'm more disciplined in how I was using Excel and how that course in particular really shaped how I would perform in my career. So it was, yeah, it was survival of the fittest. It was good. Sometimes it was beautiful. It was fun. Sometimes it was scary. It was, it was a very interesting experience, but I will say if I could do it all over again, hell yeah, let's do it. And I know some people that know what I went through would be like, yo, she's insane. <laughs> but <laughs> I would say for what I do right now, 
when I look back, especially the type of battles or the, not battles, but the, the sort of environment that I'm in, I am in a program where um, it's a $26 billion program mm -hmm. and they don't just choose new people to come work on the program. And there's a lot of mentalities that feel that way too. And I will say, oh, you definitely helped me build some muscle to be able to handle what I'm handling. So yeah. <laughs> so can you share a little bit more about like your current career and job? Like what led you to your current position and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. I needed an internship to be able to graduate. And uh, this was, I started interning at h and in 2019. And I was always interested in program controls. And so I was a heavy interest in estimating. And so I was immediately placed into the um, program controls group. And first rotation was with the cost group, which was like, oh my gosh, I don't know why anyone in the world would want to be an accountant. This is the most horrible thing ever. I was having to do all kinds of Excel formulas to look for like pennies. And like, this is insane. I don't want to do this. <laughs> but I will say it really, again, added another layer to my sophistication on use of Excel. Um, which led me to the next rotation, which was with my current, you know, boss, mentor, um, Dr. Ovidiu Kretu. And he is known for, he actually developed what is called the risk-based estimating self-modeling spreadsheet mm -hmm. um, that utilizes a Monte Carlo algorithm. And so what is interesting about this uh, the risk-based estimate is that it builds on top of the deterministic estimate. So it's basically like, you know, your estimate on steroids, let's just put it that way. So basically you have your, your project cost, and this is if the project were to work as planned, here's what it would cost. And then you have your risk-based estimate, which says, well, now that we have identified and quantified risk, here's what it's going to actually cost you in terms of cost and schedule. So anyway, um, that's how I started my next rotation. And it was, to me, it was like, oh my goodness, I really, really, really like this. And it was another opportunity for me to leave school. I don't know what it is about me loving the torture of education, <laughs> but it was, it was another opportunity for me to get out of school and I, I felt like I called it a residency in my mind. That's the way I looked at it. You know, people get out of school and go to medical school and go you know, into residency. So this was my way of saying, oh, I get to get out of school and actually do something really, really cool and learn from the man who actually developed it. So that's kind of how I got into, you know, doing the, the risk-based estimate. Did I answer your question or did I go down a rabbit hole that I shouldn't? Yeah, I, you definitely answered. Um, <laughs> okay. So thanks for sharing. I think we're going to see more of what you do when you take over our Instagram account. In a yeah, few look forward to sharing. Yeah, in January, that'll be super cool. I'm sure a lot of the construction science students will be excited to like tune in and hear more about- I would love for them to, because we're yeah. we're recruiting. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, HNTP is huge, and I'm pretty sure anyone in the college <laughs> could find some niche there. We uh, are definitely recruiting. And if Atlanta is the city you love, holler at your girl. <laughs> Do you have any advice for those construction science students or just students in general at Gibbs? Keep going. Just keep going. It's not our industry. 
industry is, it's not easy. It's not an industry where people just have to accept what you give. You're literally designing people's lives and how they function, how they move through their home, how they move through the world, how they view the world, the beauty that they see in the world. And there's something that clearly attracted each and every student to want to be part of the built environment. And I think you got to earn your stripes. And I, and I think it's worth it because again, we are, we're dealing with, we really are the ones who design people's lives. I don't, I don't know if we, if every student realizes that about Gibbs College, College of Architecture. I mean, you've got your construction. Yeah, we don't have heavy civil, but we've got the construction managers. So we've got your construction people. You've got your design people. You've got your landscape design people. You've got your, your planners. There's all the, the landscape architecture. Like there's, we literally are touching every aspect of what people see. And if, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're so small. We're not a big college. It's a small college that makes a huge impact. Keep going. There, there's this book I'm reading and the main characters are at this dinner and at the dinner, there's invisible plates that come out and the plates are dancing, kind of like a Harry Potter thing. You know, the plates are, you know, dancing to, to the tables to be, you know, given to the, the, the people at the dinner. And the main character is like, wait, where are these plates coming from? Like, and then the host says, well, they're the invisible, invisible helpers. You know, they know their job, they, they know their role. And so sometimes I feel like that's us. We're so small, not everybody understands what we do. Not everybody's attracted to what we do, but we're the invisible helpers. Keep going, keep doing you, keep bringing your ideas, don't stop. So that's my advice, keep going. As long as you're, you feel like you're called to this, all I can say is keep going. <laughs> okay, awesome. Definitely good advice, especially after we just finished finals. Oh, <laughs> a good reminder. Yeah, please keep time. going. I know, uh, yeah, especially after you have anxiety all holiday long Jesus Christ I don't miss that at all and I'm sorry you guys are experiencing that but yeah I don't miss that at all <laughs> do you have any specific advice for young women entering the field of construction science be you um in that I think that I am a very different looking construction science student um, not only am I a black woman um, who's five two, who looks like she's twenty something, um, I'm a little cute, <laughs> yeah. And so, and I like my heels, and I like my, I like I like really nice, beautiful dresses. Like I am very very feminine um, in my appearance and my just my demeanor and everything. So, do I look like your typical construction? God, no, but <laughs> do, do we have a place in this? Absolutely. 
And I'm realizing that more and more, there's a place in leadership for our femininity. There's a place in leadership for the style in which we communicate, how we present ourselves, how we're able to communicate results of what it is that we've done. And that is not just at the leadership level. You could be at entry level and still the fact that you present yourself in that ultra feminine way, there's a magic to it that men just don't have. They cannot ever get it. They can try, but it's just not possible. There's just this energy to being a woman that we should not shy away from. So I'm very big on encouraging young women. And hey, I'm not saying that if you're more of, depending on however you present as a female, that's you. But for me, I am present more feminine, definitely a lot more, very different than your typical construction worker. And I want to say there's a place for us and we should not shy away from being ourselves and then speak up, speak up more than once, speak up again if you have to. Um, Sometimes it may seem as if we're ruffling feathers. That's because we are, we're supposed to. Things would not change if we didn't ruffle some feathers and it can get scary. It can get intimidating because you feel like, should I be saying these things? Should I be doing these things? And truth be told, you should, as long as it's not affecting the the job, as long as it's not affecting the, the project, if it's something that affects your role and how you do your job and how you add value to the project or the program, Please speak up. And because there's people coming behind us. There's young women coming. Let me tell y'all one thing. They don't know anybody from OU really other than me and my company. But I think I have like been the one to hold the microphone and be like, hey, y'all not ready for these students. (laughs) Because I am like looking at, you know, (laughs) just how we are and it's it's just very interesting and but I would say there is a place for us and I will tell you that there's I'm, I'm part of an organization called WTS and there are women that are actively fighting for us and making ways you know to make sure that we are represented in the way that we should be so anyway that's my advice for young women awesome thank you so much for sharing I think that's great advice for any young women, not even just in construction science, especially with like self-advocacy is so important and like mm-hmm. learning to stand up for yourself can be mm-hmm. tricky, but it's so important. Very important. And and I'll, I'll add one more thing too. And am I over time? I don't, I don't know. Oh, I can run with the women in construction, I, I mean, excuse me, or just any industry, but really it's, it's really important for you to speak up, for you to be present. There's just, I, I cannot emphasize it more I mean, any more than I already have. I'm noticing there's so many gaps where if women knew, you know, that they could be in that position, if women knew that that position was even a thing, they would be in the industry and they could bring so much value. Like I didn't even think communications was like a huge thing for for the transportation industry. Oh my God. The program that I'm on, like it's branding and 
it, like I'm big on branding. So like I'm one that actually goes to the communications department and I'm like, I want to see what are what are the color codes? What are the the slides that you want us to use? Like what does what is the program branding? And so like just looking at what our communications director does in terms of just the branding and and just how consistent it is on all platforms. I'm telling you, there's just so much in the construction industry, not only just for, you know, women who were trained in construction, but even just other parts of it that I'm like, we need to be filling these gaps. So thank you so much for sharing. Sure. Is there anything else you wanted to share with our listeners <laughs> today? What is our, that was my last question. I am, I'm just happy that I got the opportunity to do this. Gibbs College of Architecture holds a very special place in my heart. And I am forever grateful that I went through the program. The relationships that I have built through that program will last forever. The experiences that I had will last forever. It wasn't all perfect, but I mean, I can honestly say I see the silver and have seen the silver lining and everything. So I just want to say thank you for allowing me or even just thinking of me to, you know, do this for you guys. It's really been an honor. Thank you so much for um, taking the time to like interview with us today and then help us out with the Instagram takeover later. I'm sure everyone will be very excited to watch. I will be watching on the day that you <laughs> Instagram. Thank you again for taking the time to join us on the Gift Spotlight. Thank you. Take care. Thanks again for listening to the Gibbs Spotlight. Tune in next time to hear more stories from the Gibbs College of Architecture.